Confronting racism and discrimination can be hard. The solution? Start learning techniques when you're young. Hi, I'm Ann Hillman with Alaska Public Media's Solutions Desk, a look at people and programs that are working to make Alaska communities stronger. This week, we're talking about ways young people are supporting each other by learning and teaching about bias. Will Phillips is a seventh grader at Roaming Middle School in Anchorage. He says he's a lot of different races, including Inupiat and Athabascan. One of my friends before said, like, you know, I don't like Native people, so I was like, okay, but just can we not talk about racism around? Because we're, we can still be friends, it's just... I don't want to be talking about racism. It's not really the best thing. Will says he tells his peers to ignore racism and not let it affect them. But Kay Rick Felton, a program coordinator with Woodland Park Boys and Girls Club in Anchorage, says kids can't really do that anymore. They see stereotypes and racism on TV and social media, and ignoring how that makes them feel isn't healthy. That's why he and other staff are helping the kids learn how to talk about race and differences through the Youth for Unity program. Just because uh, you come from a different background doesn't mean that you should be treated differently. And when they learn that now, it helps them in the long run for when they're out in the real world dealing with real world things. So when we teach them it now, it gives them, I would say it gives them the maybe the determination and the motivation to, to strive for something different. The program was created by the Boys and Girls Club over a decade ago, but hasn't been taught at the Woodland Park Clubhouse for years. For the younger kids, the lessons tackle bias and discrimination indirectly, with lessons that help them understand that everyone is different and that's okay. If we treat each other with empathy and respect, we can all get along. The staff at Woodland Park are trying a new approach with the curriculum. First, they teach the lessons to the middle school kids, and then the older kids teach the younger ones. It's more hands-on, and a lot of our, our youth learn better that way. He says it also lets the kids show their leadership skills and build confidence. On a recent November day, the middle schoolers were acting out skits to teach about expressing and identifying emotions. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Can you just leave me alone? I don't want to deal with you at all. You're being very annoying. Other kids had to guess that Will was expressing frustration. After a few skits, the middle schoolers went into the gym with dozens of younger kids and led them in the exercise. Somebody's gonna be, somebody's gonna be the person who's ill, and then the rest of us is gonna be the family being sad that they're, nobody else knows that we're gonna be sad. We're gonna pretend to be Though sad. the gym was a little chaotic, some of the kids, like second grader Abigail Beck, got the basic point. Understanding emotions helps you build relationships, no matter what your background. And if you understand each other, you can see past racial and other differences and see when something hurts someone else. Do you think it helped you try to pay attention to how other people might be feeling? Yes. Why is that important? Because if you don't, you're going to be rude and you won't have any friends or anything. Though the program is new to Woodland Park, Tracy Hoop at the Eagle River Boys and Girls Club has been teaching Youth for Unity every summer for years. She says a diverse group of kids go to her clubhouse, and they don't always understand each other's cultures or how to interact at first. But after the lessons... Whenever the kids get along and, and 
they don't care what color their skin is or where they come from, I, and, and they're all playing together and they're playing the same game, then you know that the program's working. Hube says some youth express stereotypes and biases that they learn from parents or on social media. And this program helps them see past those. It also helps young people eventually learn the skills to respond differently to racism instead of trying to ignore it, like seventh grader Will suggests. Hube offers different advice to her kids. So I don't think ignoring it is the right answer. I think letting them know, hey, that's not cool, and then telling them uh, why it's not cool, and maybe even doing some uh, role role playing and let let them know how the other person is feeling when that happens. She says through Youth for Unity, kids get to the place where they can do that. Interested in other solutions for social problems? Check out the Solutions Desk podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and NPR One. You can also go to alaskapublic.org slash solutions. Thanks for listening. I'm Ann Hillman.